All right, it's Sunday, August 5th. My name is Todd Matsunaga. And what? What? What's wrong? We're yeah. actually on the air right now? Yeah, yeah, we're totally okay. going. We're totally going right now. Hi, everybody. Yeah. I, I knew that. I was just joking. Yes, yes. She's so prepared. <laughs> so awesomely prepared. So uh, Chris is not here right now. And uh, this is Christine. You will remember her from a previous podcast. Part of yeah. the Oddly Specific team. Very Making awesome my person. return tonight. You. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have to work tomorrow. That's what we were oh. just saying. Amazing. Not that, not that we're, you know, especially happy about that or anything, but we really are. Yes, yes, totally am. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to hide it. Do I hate my job? Maybe. I'm totally nodding right now. <laughs> no, no, no. I love it. I love it. I love it. So we're going to do this. Uh, Chris is uh, away right now. He may join us. He may not. And uh, are you ready to get started? I am. Okay. Well, this is where we do our fake uh, outro. And... Yeah, so, uh, Christine, how's your weekend been so far? It's been great, actually. Today was such a gorgeous day. I got to teach a yoga class this morning and took my bike out for the first time in, like, two months. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bikes are awesome. And for those of you who don't live in Ottawa, it's very much a cyclist town. Mm. Like, when my daughter was here recently, she said, what's with all the bikes? And it's because I thought it was normal. I thought, I thought in, like, lots of cities... There was just bike paths all over the place, but I guess London, Ontario, big no on that. Seriously, yeah. I, I thought so too. I know, especially in Toronto, they had like a big crisis whereby there were so many cyclists that were dying recently yeah. because they were getting hit. And they, you know, staged a whole protest in front of City Hall. All these cyclists just went and like just laid down in front of City Hall, kind of trying to show like, you know, this is us dead. This is what you want. Like, maybe that was the message they were trying to send. I'm not sure. It got that extreme? Seriously. Okay, so are yeah. you a hardcore cyclist? No, obviously I I hadn't taken my bike out since May, so I can't make that claim at all. But I, think, I would be if I could. I, I think that like my favorite time of the day is when I'm driving home. I'm being sarcastic right now. My favorite time of the day is during all seasons when I'm driving home, and there's people like driving in the middle of the street, uh, <laughs> their bicycles. Yeah. I don't have anything against cyclists, but what I do have against certain cyclists, I guess I should say, is complete ignorance of the rules of the road, let's yeah. say. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they'll they'll ride next to your car and then just blow through red lights mm. and do things like that. And uh, I don't know if you saw, but there was um, an addition of, uh, uh, I guess Holland is completely a bike lane now. Did you see this? Oh, yes, I have seen that. When you're driving, like right around there on Holland and uh, like Parkdale and, no, Wellington actually. Yeah. You have like the little, the bike lane, like, you know, Painted signal or whatever, but it's in the middle of the road, like yeah. where you're driving. So, you get so confused. Like, wait a second, is this? Am I not supposed to be here? How did this happen? But, well, it's really confusing <laughs> because you know you're driving along, and uh, so they put these giant green paintings on the road, indicating mm. that you're supposed to single file share the road with cyclists. Ugh. I can't handle Whatever. it. I'm not the best driver on earth. <laughs> You'll notice that my car is completely smashed right now on one side mm -hmm. because of how poor of a driver I am. Yeah, I have a big hole in my bumper too. Yes. I mean, yeah. So, uh, you know, basically, it's uh, it's kind of weird right now. Just and you know what? When when cyclists are wearing headphones, for one thing, I think that's a bad bad idea. Yeah. Especially when you're in traffic. It's one thing you're on the path, whatever. Like I was today, I was on the eastern 
uh, Rideau River Eastern Pathway the whole time, it, headphones would have been delightful. But I mean, when you're in traffic, no, no, don't take them out. Listen to the cars that are probably honking at you and yeah. maybe cursing, but you know, listen <laughs> to the honking and yeah. communicate with them. You know. So do you curse? Do you curse at cyclists ever? <laughs> I probably. <laughs> Do you ever make comments on social media and then kind of have to backpedal about cyclists? Because I have done that. I've done that on Twitter, like in, about Westboro. Sorry if you don't live in Ottawa, but Westboro is sort of an area where extremely pretentious and way too expensive. Oh. <laughs> Um, I'll and say it, I don't care. There's people out in the streets, uh, there's cyclists all over the place, and uh, I've put several posts up on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter anymore, but I, when <laughs> I was, I put posts up and then quickly got a giant, you know, mm-hmm. what the hell are you talking about? The blah, 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 Westboro. And then you got shut down? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Twitter is very mean like that. Like, the only reason I joined was to, like, creep former Big Brother players. Yes. Which I still do occasionally. Mm-hmm. But um, people are extremely mean on Twitter. Like, it's yes. just, it's the one platform where it seems like it's not only that you have that veil of, you know, social media protection, whatever. You're just somebody behind the computer. Yeah. But it seems just one step further whereby, like, they just, they do not care. They'll, like, actually think of creative ways to insult each other. And it's so funny. I- yeah, I think that's the reason I got off. But also, I'm I'm glad that I got off there before the whole Donald Trump thing started. You know yes. what? I, I don't want to talk about Trump, but the one thing that I've noticed is how many people have been kicked off Twitter for making threats, etc. Like, and how for has Trump, he not Trump. been kicked off Twitter? If he's threatening, no you know, war with mm-hmm. places and. You know. Yeah, you heard <laughs> it here is, first. How is he allowed? America. How is I he allowed? Have, I have no idea. So I've just received a text that uh, our friend Chris is uh, on his way over. So that's So what else did you do this weekend? What else have I done this? Uh, did I do anything yesterday? Oh, right. I've been playing piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in a bit of a piano vortex yesterday. That's just good. got sucked in and I just could not stop. <laughs> That's good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we briefly discussed this before we came on, but how long have you total? Like, I know there was a break in oh, between, geez. but total I, been playing. If you want to say that I've been playing since <coughs> I was six years old, then that would have would be like a long, long time. But that, I mean, that's not really true because there would be like, you know, long periods that I didn't practice at all. So I started playing when I was six years old, I guess. So does, do you get, um, calm out of it? Do you? Absolutely. Yes. And then also just that feeling that like, damn, I'm good at this and I really enjoy it, you know, which like sometimes you can be good at something and you're like, eh, it's not that great. Or you enjoy something, but it's really, really hard. And I don't know. But when you have both together, I kind of, so Life just becomes beautiful. You put a post up uh, on Facebook <laughs> recently playing piano, and I kind of thought, like, I've been heavily pressuring Christine to start her own podcast because, as you can tell, she's very good at it. So I was like, you should start a podcast called, like, these are the things that I'm good at that nobody knows about. This is your whole, like every comment on that post was, oh my God, you play I piano. I love surprising people. It's fun. But then if I put it in a podcast, then it's no longer a surprise. I'm know. just putting it all out there. And I know. It's hard to stay fresh, you know? Yeah, that's you true. You've got to stay relevant if I'm, if I'm always trying to surprise. It's, it becomes this huge like oxymoron. So are you going to take this show on the road? Am I ever? Mm-hmm. The greatest show on earth. Okay. <laughs> uh, where are you looking to play? Well, you know what? Uh, there are some open mic nights that happen around this city. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. <laughs> I have a goal by the you know by the end of the month I will go to at least one open mic night and. By the end of this month. Yeah, by the end of this month. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wow. 
So you're like totally setting a yeah, goal. Yeah, I'm setting a goal. And it does scare me. Like, believe it or not, even just putting the camera on and trying to play in front of the camera. Do you know how many takes I took of that little video that I posted? How many? At least 20. And like 20? It just, yeah. Well, I deleted so many of them. I think I probably still have 10 on here. That's good. One of them I posted. But it's just, I have that, you know, thing whereby even if I know the camera is on, it doesn't matter. I can delete it right after if I don't like it. It just, you change. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like you just, you you lose what you thought that you knew how to do. and It's kind of a frustration, like, you know, having been in the studio, it's like you could nail 30 takes as long as the microphone yes. isn't in front of you. And then the second it is, it's just. A See, disaster. You find that too. I, I think that yeah. not everybody is like that, though. Some no. people will say that once they know they're being watched, it just brings out a whole side of them that they they like the extra magic that they don't have um, if they're just practicing. And then mm -hmm. others, like me, I just I do not like being watched. I have to try and imagine that they're not there, and you know. So you're not good in front of audiences. Not good in front of audiences. Even with teaching yoga, that's what I've been finding because I've taught just a couple of classes so far, just to like friends or family or the other people in my training that are becoming instructors right now. Yeah. And once you see like eyes are on you, I just I kind of freeze up. So I'm thinking I'm gonna do really well in one of those studios where there's a whole mirror at the front, just a wall of mirrors because okay. that then people are looking at themselves. They're not looking at you. As yeah, much. yeah, totally. And it's good. It actually does help if you can do yoga in front of a mirror and you're seeing like what you need to alter about your pose where you know where your balance is off and stuff it really does help so that's totally true it's totally yeah. it's totally true so, so i am in favor of yoga studios with mirrors so why don't you tell uh our listeners a little bit about uh how that's going like what you have to do to get certified as a yoga instructor yeah how, well, and also how did you get into it well i have two more weekends left okay so um it's actually just been a freaking amazing experience so far. I'm meeting these people that are just so not the kind of people you meet every day. And I just can't explain it. But um, I mean, we've just, you know, we've been learning poses that we didn't know previously. And we've been practicing like nuts, like um, because before we get our certifications, each one of us has to teach the class for a 45 minute sequence twice. Okay. So that's what we've been doing the past couple of weekends is just, and there's, you know, at least a dozen of us in the class. So think about that, like over the whole weekend, each one of us has to teach a 45 minute sequence. So we're there like all day long and we're practicing like four times a day, just 45 wow. minutes, like back to back. Oh God, we're so tanked by the end of it, but yeah. it's good. It's not like, it's not like a, cardio exercise where you can kind of burn out and you're like I legitimately need a break right now I need to sit down and need to catch my breath it's not like that at all yeah you can just go through and keep doing it even though you know you're getting tired but by the time you finally go home you're literally like I want to eat a whole pizza and just fall asleep <laughs> I just ruined the whole thing <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 oh look here we're getting a call right now I want to get back into this but uh hey Chris you're on speaker right now man are you coming over Yep, she's here. Hi, Chris. Oh, hey, Christine. Are you guys recording? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're totally recording right now, and you're on here. Oh, well, can I? I'm just on Fisher. I'm, I'm, just, I'm headed over. Can I jump in on this as soon as I get there? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys soon. I have so much to talk about. Oh, my gosh. Dear God. Okay, man, see you soon. He's got so much to talk about. Yeah, he. I'm sure he has so much Audience, to talk about. Audience, did you notice that? He didn't even say hello. Yeah, he just... I was going to prompt him. I was going to be like, Chris, say hello to the audience. Be polite, but... He's not... He's definitely not a polite person. <sighs> so, um, when you get this, um, will you operate out of an established studio, or will you do it, like you said, at the beach, or... 
I'm not sure. I, it could go anyway, but I already kind of have a gig. Mm-hmm. So a good friend of mine, she's an optometrist. Shout out, France. I love you. Dr. Corvo. She's amazing. If anybody oh, wow. knows or, you you know, she doesn't actually do uh, standard eye exams anymore. So I can't recommend you to just go to her for anything. But okay. um, she does uh, specifically vision therapy. Yeah. So what that is, she works with a lot of people who have had concussions or head trauma, something oh, like goodness. that. Um, and so she's like basically helping them to get their eyes working together again. Because, you know, vision is very, very much affected once you've had head trauma, right? Yeah. It's all off. For sure. Um, so they actually used to have a yoga instructor that worked at that, their studio a couple of times a week. Um, and she's not there anymore. But I, I really, really want to work with a lot of her patients because um, like one of my instructor instructors right now, he used to work with um, soldiers uh, with PTSD or like uh, cops oh, that wow. had PTSD and that sort of thing. He did that for six years at the Royal Ottawa Hospital and had nothing but amazing stories to tell. And um, it's a program that D&D actually cut, but they were funding it for a while because just trying to kind of like gather research into this whole like yoga as a treatment for PTSD thing, yeah. which it really, really does. It is effective. It's not mm-hmm. as if it would cure PTSD, but it certainly softens it and makes it culpable, you know? Yeah. Um, so basically I would be doing the same sort of thing with her patients. Like uh, a lot of them, she mentioned to me today, like not only do they have head trauma, but some of them do actually have PTSD. So it would be a lot of, um, focus work, a lot of like certainly gentle yoga practices, um, balance work, like really smaller classes and some kind of one-on-one sort of, you know, okay, let's go over to the wall and help you balance on this pose. Right. You know, like, yeah, just basically working with those sorts of um, basic skills again. That kind of sounds right up your alley then, right? If you don't want to be in front of a class of 8 billion people. Certainly. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to start with this and um, yeah, I'm super excited about it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's crazy. So you're like, you're going to do open mics. Your music career is going to take off. You're going to be instructing yoga. (laughs) And what else? What else? Uh, Oh, I still play tennis, too. Yes. Once a week. If I had more time for that, I would, but busy. I'm busy over here. So I don't want you to be all bashful. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Like, how good are you? Tennis? Yes. I'm still, like, intermediate level, but... um, <laughs> I totally I don't believe like, you. I'm not gonna boast and say that I'm amazing. No, I bet you're fucking awesome at it, oh. and nobody knows. Okay, okay, you're getting shy, so I'll. I'd up. probably, you know, I, it's not like I would surprise Venus Williams, but maybe I'd surprise like you. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. see what I mean? Yeah. Like it depends you're like, on who you're asking. Based on your uh, <laughs> fitness level and appearance, I would surprise you definitely. <laughs> that's fine. No, that's cool. That's cool. And like, you know, not to mention it always helps to be humble, like um, at the beginning of like nobody knows what your skills really are. So you just kind of downplay them. And then if you want to actually show them what you're capable of, it like blows them out of the water. You know what I mean? As a general principle in life, I like to try and practice that because then, you know, people are always pleasantly surprised rather than just building yourself up and they're expecting something maybe even greater than what you really think you can do, you know? I'm just waiting for the day (laughs) when I walk in to work and you're like... Yeah, you know what I just did? I won the fucking international axe throwing competition or something. Or I just climbed the Alps or something like this. That'd be funny. One of my housemates actually does axe throwing. Yeah. He's in like an axe throwing league. I was like, are you freaking kidding me, dude? That's weird. Yeah, I went once uh, and now they email me like every day. (laughs) They email every day. Hey, you want to join our league? No. It was fun. I tried it once. This is, you know. It, I was yeah. terrible at it. You know, I was definitely horrible. Oh, no. 
Um, because there's like, I think, I think you need finesse for it, right? Because you're supposed to make it rotate once. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know what was up. Like they, they asked me to move back because I was launching the axe and it was spinning like 50 <laughs> times and just hitting the wall and flying off. And yeah. Everyone's like, take cover, talk. Yeah. Yeah. So my sister and I were there and we did it. So we were calling ourselves <laughs> Team Axanaga and it was a good time for all. So yeah. Oh, I probably laughed at that way harder than I should have. Yeah. Where was, uh, where do you take your tennis? Um, Rito Sports Club. Oh, yes. Um, on Donald Street. It's actually re- newly renovated. They had a big fire, but the building is pretty historic. They've been around like a long, long time. Everyone should check it out. The Ontario Open was there this weekend. Okay. I took my bike. That was where I went on my bike ride earlier. I just randomly, I'm like, oh, I'll go to the tennis club. I'll stop for a glass of wine. Maybe I'll see somebody that I know and say hi. This tournament was going on, and I'm looking at these players, and I'm like, okay, they're better than the people that are normally here. So yeah. I stopped and just kind of watched for a bit, and this couple next to me, they're like, who won the first one? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been here long <laughs> enough. Or yeah. like, I'm like, is this like a like a members-only tournament? What's going on? They're like, this is the Ontario Open. I'm like, is Oh, I didn't know that was happening here right now. I just stopped for a glass of wine. Yeah, exactly. You're just slamming wine. Watching like these pros. So you've told me before that you don't necessarily watch tennis, right? Like you're not. Not as much as I should. No? No. Is it just uh, you'd rather play it, right? Yeah. Yeah. My uh, my wife loves tennis. She's going to the Rogers Cup, I think, next week. Is she going in Toronto or yeah. Montreal? Yeah, Toronto. So and she's, okay. she's there for two days, I think. It's a lot she, of fun. She loves it. So, so I worked she, there last year, right? You worked there? Yeah, while I was still working at Iris, which was um, the company that I went, I went to Peru with. Yeah. Um, while I was still working for them, they're actually one of the sponsors of the Rogers Cup as well. So they had a whole thing where you could go and they had like a very, very nice booth set up. It isn't really a booth. It was like this whole like elaborate tent with like laminate flooring inside this tent and they're selling designer sunglasses to, you know – Anybody that's at the Rogers Cup. So I was doing that for a few days and I, I saw Venus Williams like practicing one day. What? And uh, yeah, it was amazing. Martina Hingis randomly walked into our booth on the last day. She was doing a um, a signing, like a ball signing at Mayfair who had, uh, they were kind of across from us in this this tent that we were in. Yeah. So she did the signing and um, and then she came across and we had her autograph one of our posters because we actually had a poster of Martina Hingis wearing like Maui Jim sunglasses and like about to serve or something like that. So we got her to come over and autograph our poster. I got her autograph too and uh, and then she decided to stop and like try on some sunglasses. I was so geeked out what? and nervous. I'm like... Hello. Yeah, like talking to this like woman who was, I think at her peak, she was like seventh in the world or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And uh, I was so nervous, like trying to tell her what looks good on her face and everything and screaming like, oh my God, I'm so saying the wrong thing right now. Like, you, know. <laughs> you So you, you were like making suggestions and everything? Yes. I would freak out. I was pretty much freaking out because she has, like any of the tennis players that were there too had security guards around them, like tires basically. Mm-hmm. Like these three big black guys were like just around her. Terrifying, yeah. So that like nobody could approach her at a a certain like distance. You know what I mean? Like just can't get within certain feet of her. But, uh, you know, by her choice, she's over here like, you know, trying on her sunglasses and looking at our mirrors and stuff. So they're like still kind of around, but I'm like closer to her than they are. And at one point I like bumped into the one guy and kind of bounced (laughs) off of him. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he's just super serious, like not even cracking a smile, just looking at me. Oh my God. This girl tripping, man. (laughs) 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 Oh man. 
I was gonna. Okay, so you did that. Yeah. All right. So I don't mean to tell you know a, a lot about your life, but based on what I've seen in social media. Okay, so now we know that you're hanging out in tennis circles. <laughs> you are uh, an excellent pianist. And what else did I see recently? I'm like, oh, let's go on Facebook and see what's going on in the world. Oh, look, it's a picture of Christine with Mother Mother. Yeah, I got to meet them last month. I did, I did the VIP, dude. I saw them in Toronto. Oh, it was so much fun. They you, did a, uh, you told me about the VIP thing, but I yeah. forgot for a second. I was like, oh, look, Christine's friends with Mother Mother. <laughs> no. And I was like, okay, so. I wish, I wish I had gone to talk to them more. It was just part of our VIP package that um, we, they were on their 10-year anniversary tour for Oh My Heart, the album that yep. came out in 2008. So this was the last show of their tour, I guess. No, yeah, the last show of their tour. And we got the VIP, so we got to, like, meet them beforehand. We got a T-shirt, autographs, pictures out of it. And then they did a little, like, private concert for just the dozen or so of us that were at the VIP. What? Yeah, was like it acoustic, acoustic or? Yeah, I have it on video. I can show you sometime. Oh my god! <laughs> so that must awesome. were they nice or? Yeah, they were pretty nice people for sure. Like they're Canadians. So what can you expect? <laughs> I feel as though the lead singer. I'm not sure what his name is. You know, what his Ryan Guimond. I feel as though he is some sort of superhuman alien or something. I think so? Yeah, he looks like. Um, have you seen the movie Blade Runner? No. Well, they have these these people called uh, replicants. They're like androids basically mm -hmm. and he just looks so perfectly quaffed and like <laughs> square jawed you know what i mean yeah like he looks a bit like a He's... perfect human being and i was like are you for real, man? Or, yeah. you know, like... It's, he's very chiseled. Yeah, extremely I, chiseled. <laughs> he's got kind of like an 80s Billy Idol A little slash, bit, a little, yes. Slash Dolph Lundgren in yeah. Rocky Four. I see it. Or, or three or whatever it was. And uh, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely suspecting you of either A, B, an alien, B, an android, or three, angelic. Or, yeah, you know. Billy Idol's a good comparison, and I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it. Yeah. And you know what's really funny? For people who don't listen to them a lot, like we do, I mean, I listen to them yeah. a lot. I'm, you probably occasionally, I'm sure yeah. you like them. Um, his voice is very feminine. Yeah. Like I put them on at my brother's house. I was telling him about the concert because I went to Windsor like after the concert. And uh, so I'm playing him one of the videos, the acoustic um, show that we got to have in the VIP package. And yeah. uh, my mom right away, she was like, that's a woman singing. I'm like, nope. no, actually it's not mom. She's like, oh, that's a girl's voice. Like, actually, mom, it's not. Nope. <laughs> I do see why you're saying that now, but <laughs> no, wow. it, it's a guy. <laughs> so you had fun? Like it was a good time? Oh, it was so much fun. It was such a great concert. You you had played at Lee's Palace yes. before is what you said. Yes. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go to the actual backstage part. Like they did come out into the regular bar part yeah. for the, the little VIP experience, but it's just that there was nobody else there. Do they still have so. that weird bar in front of the stage? Like the yeah. horse hitch looking yeah, thing? Yeah, they do. To keep people away? Yeah. So there's a funny story about that night. The <laughs> night that we played there, um, it was Halloween. Like it was a Halloween show. And we were playing with this band called Sid Six. And we were freaking out because we always wanted to play at this club. And we showed up and did our sound check and everything. And this is what I was telling you is, you know, we had our stickers with us. And you go in the band room and it's kind of uh, decrepit. Like there's, there's graffiti on the walls. It's all sort of messed up in there. <laughs> but you look on the walls and the history on the, these walls is like, you know, oh, where do we put our sticker? Do we cover you know, the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> or Nirvana or just all these bands on there, right? Mm -hmm. So 
Uh, we did put our sticker up, but it was like two inches from the ground, like you know, over on some <laughs> stand over on the side of the the, uh, the band room. And uh, so we went up, and I think I was 18 or 19 at this point, and got on stage. And the guy that's on this podcast, uh, Gus, he almost got in a fight with the audience at one point. Like, they were yelling at him. <laughs> and he took the mic at one point, and he hates any sort of, uh, like, yipping at him, like, anyone <laughs> heckling him or whatever. So... <laughs> He stopped playing and he just got on the mic. He's like, hey, buddy, you want to fucking bass to the face? I'm like, okay, let's everyone calm down. Because he was ready to launch his bass at this guy. And it was that bass actually right there that he was going <laughs> to launch at this guy or attack him with. So, and, yeah. Uh, for the audience, since you can't see, it yes. is a uh, baby blue and white, uh, very pretty bass. It's a, it's a nice looking yes. guitar. Yes. I don't think he actually used it as a weapon, but if he had, it would have been bad. <laughs> it's, a, it's a five string Fender jazz bass, and it's yeah, very I lovely. I was confused. I thought yes. that bass is supposed to be four strings. Yeah, well, this one's got five, mm. and it's got the lower. So they can get a lot of lower tones, like almost <laughs> sub bass out of them. So the point is, Gus was completely out of his mind because he was going to destroy this beautiful instrument in a moment of white hot rage. Well, Chris jokes about how he steals airplanes and stuff. Like he was a full on teenage delinquent. He so hijacked a plane. No, <laughs> but Chris always jokes about all the shit that he's done, and he hasn't done anything crazy. But he did <laughs> want to attack someone from the stage of Lee's Palace in like 1999. Or and the problem is, he said it first. So at that point, he's already committed a crime before even doing any damage to yeah. the guy. Well, I think the guy was just like, who are these kids up on stage? You know, like, what? I, it, there was no one there for the door. So I don't think I was old enough to drink, but I was working the door. So it was a complete shit show that night, but we had a lot of fun. We actually, uh, there was a hotel. Um, we couldn't find a place to stay afterwards. Um, and we ended up driving to Kingston that night to stay at a friend's place because the only option that we had was this hotel called the Waverly. Mm. And I guess someone was murdered there like the night before or something. Oh, no. They were like, uh, maybe we won't stay at this place. Yeah, how about no? Yeah. That still exists, I'm pretty sure, because I was looking for Airbnbs at the same oh. time to stay that night. I think I saw the Waverly. Chris is in the house. Hello. Hello. Man, did you just have like the craziest time ever? Sort of. <laughs> hey, let's, uh... Where's my fucking headphones? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Here. Here you go. Use these, Chris. What's wrong with these fucking Take things. a good look at them before you put them on, though. Oh, yeah. These are the ones that give me, like, chippity chappies? No, these are chippity chappies. What are these? Look inside. Ew, what the hell's in this? <laughs> well, they're like, earphones, so you have two guesses. Hello? I, I can't even hear myself. Let's see. You can't hear yourself? I can't hear myself. Here, let's uh, turn this up. Okay. And uh, can you hear yourself now? No. What's with your Batman voice? I don't know. I was just doing it in the oh. car earlier. It's good. I like it. Call Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> then. <laughs> Actually, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call Commissioner Gordon. Man, which one are you in here? You I don't know. know. <laughs> I think you're this one. Because you're destroying everything right now. Christine, mm -hmm. why were you playing classical music yesterday in totality? <laughs> Because I fell into a piano vortex. I already explained that's yes. just odd. Oh, you guys are wrong. I can't missed. hear myself. What the fuck? Holy shit, what the man. Fuck? Here, which one? Which one? This uh, one? Oh, yeah, that's better. Is that good? Yeah. Okay, so describe the contents of that. Uh, of what? <laughs> the contents of those earphones. 
I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Dr. Sandra Lee on YouTube, and it looks like Brian Adams' face on the inside. What? Of the <laughs> I mean, I was just going to go with it's probably ordinary earwax. Yeah, earwax. Are you guys familiar with Dr. Sandra no. Lee, the pimple popper? Yes. Okay, so something's wrong with me because I watch these videos, and it, like, soothes my anxiety <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. You watch, like, cysts and boils and... Dude, I'm telling you guys, this shit is so gross. Okay. But it's... You cannot remove your gaze from this stuff. Okay. She she pays people to like like if you have a boiler assist, she pays people to like videotape the removal of said boils and cysts. Yeah. And these things are juicy, man. Like they're fucking awful. Look at Christine's face. She's not This guy had a boil on the side of his cheek. It wasn't a boil. It like was like quato? a No, it, yeah, dude, yeah. It was like a, a, a it looked like a bowling ball on the side of his cheek and she's pushing it. And you know what? You know what like when you push plaster scene and it doesn't it, oh, in, it indents and then it doesn't go back to how it was oh god and she and you hear her on the video the guy's like the guy's like oh that's really that's really hurting so she's like okay i'll give you a topical and she puts this topical like anesthetic on him oh, yeah god. and then he's like okay give it another go and then she pushes it again and this like warble of, of liquid and fluid inside of the thing like goes to the oh, other side so then god. it's just like this big wave of assist look at, look at how wide-eyed he is he <laughs> loves no it. i have to tell you about this you it's haven't blinked in like i know five seconds. it's amazing so then she 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 localizes it and she's like, okay, I got to freeze your whole face. And he's like, yeah, freeze it. Because every time you even whisper on this thing, it, it hurts. <laughs> so she gives him eight needles around the thing. And, yeah. she, and then she takes a scalpel. She's like, can you feel this? And he's like, I can still feel it. She's just like, oh, oh shit. Okay. No. So she gives him another four needles. Like she's giving him, Ugh. she's freezing his whole fucking life. Yeah. And then she, it's, she's like tapping the scalpel. And it's like, it's like, it's like hard. <laughs> okay. It's hard. Yeah. And then she cuts it. Oh, wow. And the guy on the table with the whole, immediately he's like, oh, my God, what's that smell? And she's like, it's your cyst. (laughs) And yeah, and he's like, he's like, that is horrible. It smells like a dead body. And he's like, I am a forensic investigator. I know what dead bodies smell like. And that smells like a dead body. And she's Mm -hmm. like, well, it's kind of a dead body. It's decomposing skin cells. She proceeds to pull out, like, she squeezes out, like, (laughs) you know when you have a Play-Doh, a (laughs) Play-Doh, plaster scene factory and you're putting the pasta shapes through it and you're cranking the fucking thing. <laughs> She's pushing out this fucking thing. It's just like, it's, it's unbelievable what comes out of this guy's face. And then she drains the whole thing and at the very end, I must tell you, at the very end, yes. she pulls out this fucking dolphin sack like a fucking, like when a, what's the thing called when women have babies? The, you know, the, the oh, amniotic yes. sack like falls out after. I know this because I have kids and I saw it. But it looks like a cocoon, and it, she and then she's just holding this gigantic sack off the guy's face, and then she takes these scissors, she cuts it out, and then she on the gauze she has like what looks like an entire human being. <laughs> it's insane. I, I love how we have like a very civilized discussion, <laughs> and then the second Chris walks in, he's like, "Man, this... I just saw a guy cut a sack out of his face." Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it was crazy. And then, but the guy, the guy after, he was like. Oh my God! Thank you, Doctor Lee. I, I I literally feel like I've got ten pounds off my face. Because he did. Yeah, he, he did. He had, a, he, had, he had a he had a he had a tremendous amount of like oh tissue in his face, right? At what point, like, save cancer, like cancer aside. Yeah. At what point does skin and muscle just decide like I'm going to do something totally random today? I'm not going to behave, you know, the way I have at all. I just don't get it. How does those things happen? I don't. I, Please, I, I, don't, God, know. Don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It, it. it makes me concerned, you know, because <sighs> right. Um, 
I don't know, man. I, I it's gross. If that's what we have to look Seriously. forward to, I mean, I'm I'm fucking I'm, I'm out. I'm gonna eject wow. like goose. Wow, man. But I, I have to be honest. I think I would like to be a dermatologist like this. <laughs> Some yeah, of the if, people coming in. How many? How many times? Like how many? How many of these vids have you watched? I like subscribed to the channel. I watched anymore. three hours worth of videos today. But uh, okay, so my wife like went by me on the couch and she's like. That's really gross. Like, that's probably not good for your psyche that you're watching this many of these but, type of pimple popper. Yeah, yeah, it's all relative. I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> bad for you. Do you call her pimple popper MD? Yeah. yeah. Again, the Seinfeld references. Yeah. No, that's her actual thing. That's her actual thing. Dr. Sandra Lee. Pimple popper MD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dr. Sandra Lee, you got to check this out. And then, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Then there's a, a Chinese equivalent, Dr. Xi. I'm not shitting you. It's all in Cantonese or Mandarin. But this guy in China, they have a whole different level of cysts and boils and blackheads oh and whiteheads. God, this guy's got the, the Chinese channel is ridiculous. Like these these villagers come in from like the fields, like these people looking like Raiden from Mortal Kombat, and they've got like <laughs> pebbles stuck in their and 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 it's like anyway. I don't want to do a Chinese impression because that's probably kind of racist, but it's crazy. <laughs> okay, okay, it's crazy, and they extract these things, and then it's unbelievable the level of of just fortitude that these cysts and these it's gross man i don't understand how people do that shit do they get into any of the signs or is it literally just watching them the whole time and watching them having it cut off or they you know start to explain like how this happened or why they're different in that part of the world due to nutrition or climate or whatever i haven't gotten to that because to be honest with you christine i don't understand the mandarin channel okay it doesn't even have captions or translation but i think it's i have no idea I actually have no idea. I don't know. How does this happen? Dr. and boils like Also, I must like, tell I, you. It's 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 so satisfying to see people relieved to this degree. Wow. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Does anybody suffer from anxiety or anything like that? Like Of course. Of yeah. Course. yeah. Yeah. Well, this shit, I'm not telling. You. Like if I'm having a bad day, I just watch this fucking channel <laughs> and This is your cure? It kind of helps me out. Yeah. I don't know why. Have you never tried <laughs> yoga? No. Okay. I there think, we go. Uh, Why are you doing yoga? I think we have an idea for the next time I come visit your podcast. Yeah. Are you doing yoga, Christine? I am. I'm becoming an instructor this summer. Oh wait, I'm I think a, I think I read that on Facebook. Right. Because right. you and I are friends on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. I also have some questions about what the hell you've been doing for the last month. <laughs> I already like. You went to go see Mother Mother. <laughs> I just grilled her about this. Did man. you join the band? You were like, no. What the I hell? Wish. Yeah. Then you. Where were you? San Diego. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about San Diego too. <laughs> what the what fuck the- is going on, man? How did you go to San Diego? What did you do I in San Diego? I got to stay busy, dude. Yeah, but what did you do there? I hung out and like on the beach on one afternoon. Yes. Did you go with your Went friend? To La Jolla, uh, La Jolla Beach. Yep. La Jolla. Went, uh, La Jolla. Like Oscar de La Jolla's beach. That's a no. It's a boxer. It's a boxer. <laughs> That's a random joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did you she eat? Looks at me and she's like, "What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> Where else did you go? Where else did you go? San Diego, uh, Coronado Island. Oh, well, while I was in San Diego, I thought you wanted the whole lowdown of. What no, we no. Did. Tell me what you did there. We went to La Jolla Beach. We went to Coronado Island. We went to the zoo. The yeah. zoo was such a. Oh, I have a funny story about getting to the zoo. It was so much fun. Okay. What happened? So we get there. It's like Tuesday afternoon. Thursday afternoon, right? Right. So we're jet lagged. Like we feel like it. We're first of all, we're on like a couple hours sleep each because our flight was like quarter to six in the morning. Of course, you have to get to the airport early. We had both like you know worked the day before and spent the night packing and had stuff to do. So I hadn't slept very much at all. Neither had France. That's my friend who's the optometrist, and this is the reason we went is because she had a course in San Diego, and I just went along for fun. Wait, is your friend an optometrist in Ottawa? Yeah. Whoa, I actually need to see an eye doctor. 
So she's not taking just regular patients right now. What the fuck, Christine? <laughs> Do you know an optometrist? Dude. I feel as though you need to be like here from the beginning of all podcasts. <laughs> Sorry. The start of this was like the whole background on all this stuff. So you're going to just need to fucking listen. All right. So France is an opto- optometrist. Yeah. Yes. And you went with her and you right. went to Coronado Island. Did you see any shows? Uh, we didn't see any shows. No. Did you stay in a nice hotel? No, we stayed in a nice Airbnb. And it was a super nice Airbnb. Was it on the beach? No. <laughs> Whoa. Did you like San Diego? I loved it. I did, did you see a lot of homelessness? Here. Really? No. Oh man, my experience in California was quite different. Well, you were in LA, right? I was in LA. So, and did I ever tell you my experience with the Airbnb lady that we Airbnb no. from? Todd, did I ever tell you this? Uh, Sheila? No, Shelley. Shelley. Shelley, yes. the Hebrew hillbilly. <laughs> she was a lady who looked like Dolly Parton. Hmm. She had, she had, she was endowed breastfully. She she was like this little Jewish lady from Knoxville, Tennessee, and she was like her face was. Uh, you ever seen that movie Millennium? Yes. Where like the face is stretched so much, she was so plax- plastic surgery. Oh. And she wasn't wearing makeup. Makeup. So when she she opened the door, we were staying at her pool house. She was like, "Hi, I'm Shelly. Oh my gosh!" And and it was funny because my wife is a is a teacher, right? And she's like, "Oh my god, what do you guys do? What do you guys do?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm in business." Oh, she's like, "Oh my god, I was in business for 43 years." <laughs> she was she she had all these careers for like a long time, and then she's like, "Sarah, what do you do?" I'm a teacher. Oh my god, I was a teacher for I 29 years. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "What?" I'm like that doesn't add I up. That. I mean, this woman That's looks so like good. she's a thousand years old, but it still doesn't add up. And then and then so she's like, "Yeah, I run a financial assistance company for actors and actresses, and I'm also got a one man sh- one latest show called The Hebrew Hillbilly that I perform at the Olive Garden." Uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm not joking you. At the I'm not Olive joking. Garden, yeah, at the Olive Garden and a, and a pub that is on Santa and Monica Boulevard. She calls Boulevard herself the Hebrew hillbilly because she's Jewish and a hillbilly and a hillbilly. So then I was like, so her, our Airbnb tour took an hour, and it's like this pool house, right? And it yeah. smelled like, like how long does it take to? Yeah, here's she's like, hot plate. And- I'm not joking. You ask Sarah this. She was, she was like, this is the remote. You press God if you want to see all of your channels. I've got one through 735, but don't go up above 735 because then it's the pornography. <laughs> but that's your business. And she was saying like stuff like that. Was she, she there the whole time, though? She, was, she wasn't in the room the whole time, but she was there for an hour. And then she's like, oh, by the way, my partner, Claude, comes in at night after 11 when a shift's over. He drives a silver Santa Fe. Don't be alarmed. Make sure the door is locked. And she was doing this whole fucking thing, right? So I was like... Friendly enough lady, but California, not sure. I don't know. LA was the best thing to do at the beginning. Okay, so when you were in San Diego, did you see any shark tours? No. No? But let me finish the story. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Zoo. Oh, I totally so, cut your story off. Yeah, what happened to the no, zoo? No, it's fine. Okay. You so, see Matt Damon? No. Okay. <laughs> it was just really funny. So we get to our Airbnb. We check in. We feel like it's more like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It was only like 11 or I don't know, something. I know, you know, not four hours, but three hours, I mm-hmm. guess, difference. Mm-hmm. So, um... She's not even done cleaning our Airbnb yet, so we just, like, dropped off our bags, and we're like, oh, we might as well just go straight to the zoo. It's what we wanted to do today. You know, we're pumped now that we're here, even though we haven't had much sleep, so let's just go. Let's just go find the zoo. And according to the map, from where we were staying really wasn't that far from the zoo at all. We're like, Mm -hmm. let's just walk. You know, we can Google map it, hit walk, and there's Mm -hmm. the route. It's not even that long, beautiful day. Just got here. Let's walk it. Let's do it. So we're walking through Balboa Park. Yeah, there's a, a park named Balboa Park. 
like after Balboa? Rocky Balboa? I wonder that. Uh, nobody ever actually cleared up that for me, but uh, I am listening. But I need to know about Balboa Park. If it's Park named now. after Rocky Balboa, <laughs> so, in San Diego, Balboa right, Park. Balboa Park. Okay. So we're walking through Balboa Park, and we're following that little blue line that Google Maps has set out for us. Okay. And all of a sudden, it's just like, arrived, San Diego Zoo. We're like looking around. We're like in the middle of Balboa Park. It's very desert-like. There's these like weird desert plants everywhere and just very sandy and like... I'm just like, I don't think that we're in the zoo right now unless it's actually like brought us to the zoo and we have no idea that we're in the middle of the lion exhibit right now or something oh about God. to be eaten. We're like, let's reroute that and try again. So it does the same sort of thing. We walk for maybe another five minutes. We're like, arrived, San Diego Zoo. I'm like, what the fuck? Are we actually in the middle of the zoo right now? How does it keep telling us? Was this? it like a desert? Like, yeah, it was very, like very desert. Like a cactus desert? desert? Like, Cactus-y desert, yes. I can show you pictures. So, let me let me see this. This is finally. fascinating. <laughs> but we're like laughing at the same time, as tired as we are and confused. We're just it was just hilarious to us. So like on no sleep at all and like walking with sandals in the desert. As so as you look as you look that up, uh, it was named for the Spanish maritime explorer Vasco Nunez de Balboa. Mm. Sorry, oh. go ahead. That's okay. Everyone hates my I want <laughs> everyone's like, I want, oh finally. good. I want to see Christine's Desert photos. Well, finally, we figured it out. It's like it was this very kind of obscure, like, bike trail through Balboa Park that it was trying to make us walk. The kind of trail, though, that, like, if you're not from there and you're not biking it all the time, you wouldn't know it was actually there. But we just, we really had to, like, actually follow this line that Google Maps was setting for us and, like, just kind of hold the phone and, like, turn in a circle a couple of times and figure out which way it was GPS making us style. go. GPS style, truly. Um, and then, so we took us down this valley, across a road, there was no traffic, thank God, and then, like, up another hill, and then finally we get to the top of that hill, and we see the big green sign that says, like, San Diego Zoo, and we're like, yes, we made it! I don't know why it kept telling us we had already arrived, though, <laughs> but, like, I mean, this is what it looks like the whole time, like. That's this. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can see why you'd be that's confused. That's how we were walking, going, like. Yeah, yeah. Could I, can I ask you a question, Christine? Yeah. What? If you saw no one, and then just cresting over the hill, a you lie. saw you saw Bono in the edge, and you just heard where the streets have no name. What would you do? <laughs> what I would, would do? freak the fuck out. I'd be like, "What?" Okay, wait a second. This where the fucking Joshua Tree? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the album. <laughs> okay, now that Could we I have know. now that we have Christine here, Chris, you yeah. are the master of what ifs and would yous. Which yeah, is that was basically the trail that we walked. So That's a YouTube I would video. Be, I would be really confused too because that just it, it just so looks like that looks like where Vince Vaughn died at the end of True Detective him. season two. It was just funny. Like we were just laughing. Is that Abbey the whole Road? Time. What is that? That's the San Diego Zoo sign. You see the oh shit! I thought it was Abbey Road. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a crosswalk. <laughs> okay, Christine Todd's right. I need so to any crosswalk that you ever see is just like I just ah, assume it's Abbey Road. <laughs> I just assume it's Abbey Road. <laughs> Or the corner of Crenshaw and Sunset Boulevard. I would hate to be driving in the car with you in the residential neighborhoods every single stop sign. He's like, ah, oh, that Abbey Road. <laughs> I actually, I do do that, and my kids hate me for it. Um, you know what? You know what I did the other day, by the way. What I ha I'm, I'm making it like a full time job of mortifying my whole family. So we were driving, and we were like, well, you live kind of close to me. You know that street, Senio, hmm. that's off of Prince of Wales. Mm -hmm. 
Am I revealing where we're living? Is that bad for privacy purposes? Probably. Oh, well, I don't care. Um, so anyway, these, these two old Italian ladies are right at the corner of Normandy and Senio, and they're like, I could see them going like this. And My husband, it doesn't work anymore below the bed. Like I'm she's doing that, right? Yeah. Like you, I could tell what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. So then I just pull up and then I whip my window down. I'm like, excuse me, ladies. Do you know where Senio Drive is? I'm like looking at the fucking street sign, right? Yeah. My kids are like, dad, what the fuck? And my wife is like, stop it. And the, the, and the ladies literally do this. They, they look at me, they go, Ma, what's wrong with you? Senio, right here. <laughs> so I was like, thank you. And then I went, I kept going down Normandy. And then I look in the rear view mirror and they're like, what the fuck? Oh, I love it. Anyway, oh, Chris. I like doing stuff like that. But I'm going to give you a what if. And okay. some what ifs. And what's the other one? Would you. Would yous. We need a little musical ditty for this part of the program. I can add it after yeah, the fact. Right. We, I've been playing sort of this game with my wife all weekend. Because she came home on Friday night and she's like, oh, I was with my friends and we were playing this game called Do You Want to Pound It? Do You Want to Pass? <laughs> and apparently it's an Amy Schumer skit. Okay. Mm. Have you heard of this no. before? Anyway, so you do this thing called Pound It or Pass. <laughs> yes. Right. So uh, she was, we were doing this thing where it's like, oh, Hillary Clinton. And I was like, oh, definitely pound it. Or, you know, like Michelle Obama. Oh, definitely pound You know, that kind of thing. Okay. So I'm going to do this to both of you. Okay. okay. Todd, I'm going to start with you. No, yes. Christina, I'm going to start with you. Mike Tyson, Pound It or Pass? Pass. Todd. Mike Tyson? Yeah, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Man, he would pound the shit out of me. No, but your job is to pound him. No. No, not I'm not saying physically assault him. I mean get sexual with him. No. You're a racist. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not playing this game, man. My yeah, wife yeah. is here. Vince Vaughn. Pass. Todd. He's you, kind of funny though. I know. I would pound him for sure. But pass. Okay. What would you do if at three o'clock in the morning? get a knock on the door it's fucking bradley cooper his car broke down his foot is bleeding and he needs to use a phone desperately would you help him out he can use my phone todd would would i let him use my phone yeah yeah okay you guys are better people than i i wouldn't let him use my phone. you wouldn't let bradley cooper use your phone anybody who's knocking your door at three o'clock you're gonna get carjacked in your house you know what 350 dollars a minute though $350 $350 a minute. <laughs> That's loan chart. I just forgot that he's rich. <laughs> yes. Not he's not so rich. Yes, he, he was is. in like he's how many like I think he said he has a net A-list worth of like a million dollars, maybe. Give me a break. I think his so. net worth right. is only a million. Net worth, here Could we be. go. I think it net is. worth Bradley Cooper. Let's wait, wait. First let's take bets on this. All right. What do you got? I am not betting anything. Starting, that's because you're... Because <laughs> it's total bullshit. He's worth way more than a million bucks. I say 26 million. What do you guys say? I say... I say 45. 40 million. Bradley Cooper? This takes way too long. Net worth... What's going... 80 million. I was closest. I was closest. 80 million. I was closest. You better like a thousand dollars. What do you do with 80 million bucks? I don't know, man. All right, here's one for you, Chris. That's the same as Arlene Dickinson. She's worth a lot of money. Yeah. She's I yeah. last time I checked her net worth was 80. She's an attractive lady. I would definitely Are you serious? It. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that like that flare in her hair. You know that little <laughs> flare. It's a, it's it's flare. It's like oh a white streak God. in her hair. It's like pretty cool. Here we go. Arlene Dickinson, net worth. 100 million. Also, Chris. Chris is married, but. Uh, but. Net worth 2018. Come on. 
Todd, evidently you're on the 3G network. I mean, what's going on here? No, I just, I'm trying to type here, man. Oh, my God. What is it, an iPhone 2? Shut up. Well, the richest uh, one of all of them is uh, Jim True Living. Last Jim, time Jim True Living? Has the most of any of the dragons or the sharks. Oh. Her net worth is $125 million in 2017. Holy okay. shit. Arlene Dickinson? Yeah. You got to be kidding me. Where'd she make all her money? Well, I'm on the page, so let's find out. And Jim True Living's last time I checked was like $660 million, so it's got to be higher than that by now. Brent Butt. Who is that? The, the guy, guy from, from Corner, Corner Gas. Gas. He's worth $250 million. Hard Did pass. you know that? Brent Butt is not worth $250 million. Want to make a bet? No, because you $250 million. You won't pay me. <laughs> I definitely won't. <laughs> <laughs> Brent? Christine, do you find Brent Butt? Pounder to pass, what do you think? Hard pass. Hard hard pass. What does that mean? <laughs> Kick him to the curb? He's a human being, goddammit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um, Christine and I work with this guy, Abdi, who I want to bring on this program as Abdi? well. And, uh, 640 million. Who? Jim Shore Living. Oh my God, that's insane. What does Abdi Boston do? Pizza, so. Man, net worth of $2 million. Okay, well, I got that. I, I missed okay, a decimal, oh. sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, Abdi, what's he do? Uh, he works with us. Same thing I so, do. So basically, we're always <laughs> cracking jokes at Christine that we're if if ever she meets someone like in a bar or whatever, oh, yeah, and we're there, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna like have acapella R and B slow jams going on. <laughs> what? Chris- like so? Like if you're in a bar and you Todd, meet uh, you meet somebody and you're like, yo, what yeah, up? Yeah, Todd, Todd and Abby are gonna be gonna like appear out of the woodwork, dressed the same. Just give him a chance. You're oh like, God. Just give him a chance. Yes. Give him your digits. And make him take you out to Kelsey's tonight. Like yeah, that kind of thing? Totally like that. Jesus. I think that would be amazing. No? I, yeah. It's what, would you do if, what would you do if a guy took you out to Kelsey's? First date, Kelsey's. First. I get the spinach chip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tim Kelsey. Peanut chips? Spinach dip. First date, McDonald's. Fuck off. No, that's like no one would, no one in their right mind would take somebody to McDonald's on a first fuck. Although, unless you were being really ironic, it would be very hilarious. Oh. I'm trying to think of hilarious first date locations now. What's the worst first date, first date you guys have ever had? Mm. Gotta rack my brain here. Zach's Diner, awkward sauce. Like I don't know. What's wrong with Zach's Diner? No, Zach's Diner is cool, but it was just the most awkward. We have nothing in common. <laughs> there was probably like seven words exchanged the entire time. And then it was, was like, in high school. You ever do this? You ever do this on a date? It was like this. The bill is paid. Well, see ya. And just leave. That's what yeah, it was like. I, I think I've done yeah, that one. I've yeah. done that once or twice. Yeah. Chris, <laughs> why don't you uh, tell Christine about some of your, your exit strategies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a bit of a reputation back in the day for like faking medical issues to get out of <laughs> this. Is a true situations. story. Like, oh my god, my expense is exploding. I go go pass. Sorry about that. Bye. And then he was gone. <laughs> that he was gone yeah. like the wind. And then like I would get like a phone call because there was no text messages back in the nineties going like, "Are you okay?" Mm-hmm. So I'm oh, sorry, I was at you all night. And, like you're 24. <laughs> like <laughs> I meant general. <laughs> my pancreas. <laughs> my pancreas exploded. If your pancreas exploded, you would die. I know. I, I get it all <laughs> fucked up all the time. Yeah, right. All right. So worst first date experience. Ah, oh, seriously. Still thinking on that one. 
I know there's like a really bad one down there somewhere, so I have to make sure I don't give you the wrong story. Chris? When I come up with it, I'll tell you. Okay. I, I went on a bad first date in 1994. Yes. Uh, with a girl named Genevieve. Okay. Who was oh, a year God. older than me. Yes. No, not that Genevieve. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, I went to go see Stargate at the Rideau Center. Remember the movie Stargate? <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. And um, I accidentally grabbed her crotch. I didn't intend to do it. I was trying to get popcorn, and I went. Anyway, I'm not joking you. This actually happened. Chris. It was mortifying. It was really bad. And the worst part about it is I had buttery hands. And she was, she was wearing a pair of green jeans. So she had like clear finger smears. It went totally sideways. She was not impressed. She was actually kind of upset. And she, she, and she was like not convinced of the, of the authenticity of my attempt to get popcorn. She thought I was trying to get, be a dick and be thrash. And yeah. I was like, like, I'm so sorry. I literally just wanted some popcorn. I, I offered to have the tub in my lap so yeah. that maybe this could be, have been avoided. And she didn't buy any of it. And we waited. We we, we saw the whole movie. And then we promptly uh, two, two, uh, took two different buses at home. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which we had to do anyway. But, like, Chris. it was really oh, cringeworthy, awful when we were waiting oh. at the Rito. Remember the Rito Center OC transport stops? Yes. She was going to, like, Orleans. And I was going back to, like, Hunt Club. And I knew that I was not going to talk to her again. <laughs> and I felt bad. But I felt embarrassed for myself. Less for her. And I was just like, this is a totally forgivable, you know, thing. You know, you maybe just chill out a little bit. Have, have you seen her or spoken to her? Like, I, 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 you know, what's funny. She friended me on Facebook about six years ago yeah. and then immediately defriended me a month later. Oh, so she was creeping you and hit the. Well, friend she friended button. me and then I don't know what, I don't know what happened, but she's like, she's a bit of an activisty type person. Yeah. So she was, she's like constantly, it seems like she lives on Queen Street and is like always, uh, protesting Clayquot Sound in oh, British Columbia. Yep. Is that even a place anymore? I thought they cut down on little trees. I don't know. Well, anyway, I made a joke to her about, hey, uh, I have a bunch of toothpicks at home and I'm pretty sure they're from Clayquot Sound. So, wow, like sens- I thought it would be, I was being funny, right? <laughs> Sensitive jokes. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah. if I could, I'd be able to build a log cabin out of all the clay Clayquot Sound because the wood is that good. <laughs> and she didn't find it funny, so she defended me. <laughs> And then I sent her a DM and I was like, I'm so sorry about greasing up your crotch in 1994 when we were watching Stargate. I'm sorry. So anyway, that's my worst date story. Okay. Wow. Well, there's one more I should share with you. There's one more. Can I tell you? Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. The other bad date I had was um, in the year 2000. Oh. The year 2000. The year 2000. Yeah. Uh, the year 2000, I went on a date with a girl that I met through some mutual friends and uh, she accidentally puked in my face. Mm. This is like, not a joke. She got really drunk. Projectile vomited in your face. No, more of like a bleh, like more of like a a, a flip flat, you know, a splish splash and taking a bash kind of thing. Like <laughs> a bath. it was kind of okay. like just like a, a launch, a lily pad launch of vomit. <laughs> but um, I actually kind of barfed in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> I didn't barf on her. So it was like stand by me was probably going to happen. I'm, I'm retching just thinking about it. It was, okay. it was really embarrassing, but I wasn't that into her. And uh, she started crying when this whole thing happened. And I just remember going like, 
I want to get the fuck out of here. I, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't emotionally or intellectually process. What's yeah. Going how do on you? Right now. How do you break away from that? Like what I couldn't. You, I we ended up talking for like say two that, hours. You know. Excuse me. I'm gonna go puke in the toilet. And like, then why never were come both back. of you just like? Well, she got really <laughs> wasted, and I was like, I was like, kind of turned off because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm kind having, of, I'm having a, a beer, and you've managed to have at least four drinks in the span of me nursing this beer halfway. So okay, I was like, you're probably an alcoholic. Okay, you know. <laughs> So and you work at Pita Pit, so I'm just saying. Oh you know. man, I love Pita Pit. I know it's closed now though. They had Damn. one. They had one in PI when I was out there though. Really? Yeah, I didn't go to it obviously. But what do you do in PI? Go to Pita Pit. <laughs> yeah. So in the year 2000, I was 16. You guys would have been. You were 16 in the year 2000. Yeah. Whoa. You guys would have been 70 years old. I'm turning 40 this year. So. So you're Wait. you're considerably younger than us. I guess so. Yeah, you're. Th- what, how old are you? Again? Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah. Well, you're six years younger, or seven years younger. So you guys me. would have been twenty-four. Ah, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. At that point, you got to handle your alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, okay. So. Well, oh, I thought you were going into a story. No, I was just thinking about like you know the way. I mean, if she was drinking that bad at that age, and yeah, I mean, it's not like she was sixteen anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, you know, I gotta. Can I make an observation on something? Yes. I'm kind of glad that I'm not single now. Okay. Because I, I don't know. There's some there's some weird shit going on with some of my friends right now. Like what? Well, people are just splitting up and like shit's going down. Like marriages are ending and like and stuff like they that. They say it's like what 50 percent fifty fifty percent of people. But the stats must not reflect like um like age. Do, do they? Does that take into account like age? How long you've been together? I have uh, no idea. All I know is that the general consensus with all women I know is that guys are fucking <laughs> losers. <laughs> After, yeah. yeah, guys are a bit loserish a little bit in their 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. Like, the, is this true? I mean, do you guys know anybody well, who's like, well, yeah. no, probably, yeah. It depends on your definition of loser, I guess. Well, I, like, what do you think? Like, are, are people uh, of your age, like, that you're hanging out with that are dudes, like, are they, what are they doing now? What are they doing with themselves? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I could show you videos. Not now. a lot. Hey-o. I mean, it it's all it all depends. It's all relative. Like I have guy friends that are like early 30s and they're great guys and maybe a little immature, but then, you know, I know other guys that are like uh, you know, cheating on their wives or like I don't know. Oh whatever. my god. It's I awful. mean, yeah. This is weird. So. This no, is weird. Well, okay, so let's take my weekend now, okay? You ready? <laughs> You ready for this? Like, what the hell did you do this weekend? All I did this weekend was uh, I did some music yesterday. Like, you know, I'm into all this recording stuff. Like, all like in the basement in the dark. (laughs) You know, that's odd. So I did that, and then today I went and did some landscaping. What was that loserish? No, man, that's not loserish. Be honest. Be honest. You got a full time job and you have a car. That's like you're meeting the base threshold of like. Christine's oddly silent right now. She's like. I th- okay, that's not loser. <laughs> but I think thinking about your landscaping. What, did, th- you, did you plant some perennials? No. Um, I, okay, so my dad. Everybody's planting perennials, but anyway. My dad's in the hospital, so his house was turning into Jumanji. So I went over there to, <laughs> to tame the it's to a, tame the lawn to invoke the spirit of Jumanji. Yeah. And uh, like his hedges. Is fucking is, is fucking what's his face? This little shop of horrors plant. Seymour yeah. or like no, no, no Seymour was yeah I, I, oh, I, was, I can't I remember. remember anyway yeah it's like that man so the hedges are completely <laughs> out of Rick control Rick Moranis running from behind yeah. the house yeah. 
The hedges are out of control, so I was trying to get some of that tamed. And um, I noticed, this is my big story from the weekend. Mm. Anyway, so I'm mowing the lawn. Right. It's tough. I had to actually like regas it because it like the grass was so thick and you had to actually go to the gas station to get new gas. Yeah, and uh, so I'm going along, right. and you know I'm going past this tree, and I didn't notice anything. And then my, my sister showed up. <laughs> uh, she's like, "Oh my god, you mowed over there?" I was like, "Yeah." She said, "You know," I was like, "Why?" She's like, "Look at that tree." I look up. A wasp nest, like this big in the tree, directly uh, where my head was, like at uh, head level, where I was mowing the lawn earlier that day, today being that day. And uh, yeah, that's my big story. That's, Did you run away and scream like a little girl? No. I have been known awful. to do that, but not that time. <laughs> not that, that time. That's not loserish behavior at all. You don't think so? No. I also took a walk to my elementary school. I noticed that. What was that about? Man, walk down memory lane. You never done this? Yeah, oh God, I, I've I used done to it. Walk to my elementary school all the time. Yeah, for nostalgia or yeah, and then to like smoke, just to say that I could smoke at my elementary school. You smoke? No, I used to. Like, okay, so I was a smoker from like around nineteen to around maybe mid twenties, right? Like so, regularly like, smoking? Yeah. Okay. But I don't smoke anymore. How I did you quit? quit? Well, I had to. Why? <laughs> well, I, I developed asthma for one oh, thing. Oh, shit. Indicator. Holy fuck. Really? You got yeah. asthma in your 20s? E- yeah. Yeah. Holy but shit. That's insane. Your lungs are incredibly regenerative, though. It's a part right. of you that, like, if yeah. you decide to give up smoking for a year, your lungs might look like you've never smoked ever. You know? Yeah, I think, didn't you say it was, like, seven years or something for full regeneration? Yes. It's something like that. But yeah, the lungs actually like they, they fix do. themselves. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's amazing. So like, but did yeah, you, did, no, like did I you would use... like specifically take walks to my grade school, like on a Saturday or whatever, just to like be able to and say smoke. like, this is the, this is where I used to go to kindergarten and like just stand outside the door and have a cigarette. Wow. <laughs> wow. Badass. How dark is that? Is this, is this your, is this your grade school? Like this back is my dark side in, in no, Windsor, kidding. right? Yeah. You went in, that's crazy. It's Todd and I went to a school that was kind of close to each other. And the funny thing is there's a bridge, a train bridge, and he was talking about this today on Facebook. And on this train bridge for six years, every day, five days a week, there was this, somebody had written in wax or something like that, Al, Dave, Tom. Yeah. And forever, up until like three, four years ago, I was convinced there was a guy named Albert Davetum. Alphonse. Alphonse, Alfonso Davetum or Albert Davetum. And and then... I, I, it just occurred to me. It's like, no, it's three guys. It's Al, Dave, and Tom. Albert, David, and Thomas. Yeah, so they like shimmied out onto this bridge. Yeah, and like wrote and their re- names. And wrote their names, and they just recently covered it up. Okay. And weird. anybody who went to Fielding or Holy Cross or Holy Family would have seen this thing. Wow. This amazing development. So what did you do at Fielding? You just went, went around? Well, like, I was waiting for my sister to show up. She had the keys to the place. and uh, To Fielding. No, yeah, the keys to fielding. No, the keys to my dad's place. Oh. I needed to get in to get the extension cord so I could go use Weird. the whipper snipper. Yes, this is kind of loserish, isn't it? No, no, it's no. not. It's not at all. Anyway, so I walked over there and it was like memory lane, you know. Memory lane. It looks it looks exactly the same, but there's all these little minute changes. They've they're putting windows in and stuff. Anyway. It was kind of cool. Wow. So my high school was like totally renovated two years after I graduated. The thing wouldn't even, I wouldn't even recognize if I went back there. But my grade school, legit, probably hasn't changed that much at all. It's crazy. Really, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I I know what you mean with those things, memory lane. Do you miss Windsor, Christine? 
Yeah, every so often, yeah. I heard it's a crazy city. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, it's a party city. Is that true? <laughs> it is, but it's also, like, extremely blue-collar, and, like, there's... People have a lot of problems, and, yeah. <laughs> it, well, it's... You know what? Have you ever been to a place called Welland? Mm-hmm. Welland, Ontario? I think I've been to Welland, too. I've been to St. Catharines and Niagara, obviously, but Welland is right around there. It's kind of the Niagara region. Yeah. Welland's very blue-collar, mm-hmm. and... Uh, it kind of sounds a little bit like Windsor. Probably. Like they party a lot, they drink. Yep. Uh, but a lot of people are like sort of unemployed or like it's, there's problems mm. there. Yeah. You know? Certainly. Um, so I think you mentioned previously also, and just say shut up if I'm revealing too much about your life, but you were a bartender also yeah. in Windsor. Mm-hmm. So where? What, what, what bar? Actually, it was called Milk. 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 So you guys know Absinthe? Yes. yes. So we were the second largest distributor of absinthe in Canada. The largest is in Montreal somewhere. But is that what like, Edgar Allan Poe like died on? No, uh, there I don't was think so. an artist named Toulouse Lautrec. Oh, he used to drink absinthe. He used to do drink absinthe all yeah. the time. And anyway, sorry. Anyway, legit. Yes. Like our the owner, he had like a he. The stuff that he got was actually like imported through the LCBO. He like picked it up at the LCBO himself. It wasn't just like off the shelf kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it would. It was so much fun because we had the old traditional way of serving it. Like we'd actually put the sugar cube in there, put it on the spoon, light it on fire, let it burn off a little bit. Pour the water, you know. Was wow. it really popular? All the times that I ever did that for, like, the Americans, I'd be coming over on the weekends just to, like, grab a hotel room downtown Windsor and, like, go out at night and drink and, like, because they were, like, 19 in the States. You can't drink till oh, yeah, 21, 21, right? Yeah. So, oh, my God. So they'd go across the Ambassador oh, gosh, Bridge yeah. just to get all fucked up? Oh, Canada? no. Like, people would come from, like, Ohio and from Cleveland and wow. stuff just to party in Windsor for the weekends. Yeah. Party in Canada. Yeah. Where the beer is better than in the U.S. Yeah. And, like, how many times would I be making, like, 12 absence shots on that bar just because they're all, and, like, oh, the pictures. How wow. many pictures am I in of some, like, random American that came to Windsor for the weekend just to take a picture of a burning <laughs> sugar cube? Really? Yeah. <laughs> the things you don't know. <laughs> so how long did you do this for? I was there for, I started, I, Got the job there when I was 21, and I worked there till I was 25 or 6, something wow. like that, yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you, what brought you to Ottawa? Why? I came here for school. I told you that last oh, time. Oh, did you? Sorry. Totally told you. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. But why Ottawa, though? Well, I had friends that had already lived here. Did like, you consider Toronto? Had, like, no? Yeah, I had, yeah. I don't know. I just... Do you like Ottawa? I do. Do you think you would stay is, here? Right? Like, I'm not sure. I'm not, you're not sure. sure. You're not I have sure no about idea. Ottawa. I got yeah. that wander list, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where do you think is the next spot you would go? I have no idea. Yukon. Literally no idea. Oh, I'll go to the Yukon, sure. How about Vancouver? Yukon, man. Amazing. Don't man. see the... Have you been? No. I want to see Northern Lights. Yeah. I have a friend who lives in Whitehorse. Jody and I always say that we want to go check out like Yukon, Alaska, Mm-hmm. Uh, way up north because it yeah. looks crazy up okay. there, man. Pfft, I don't want to go up there. I saw that movie, The Gray with Liam Neeson. Forget it. I was making going. fun of you pretty heavily before you got here Why? about how you used to do the mountain bike racing. Oh, man. When you just won't go in the woods anymore. Fuck no, I will not go in the woods. No. 
I heard the story about how like it was your what birthday was it your twenty fifth or something? Oh yes, and they got you on stage with a cake and. Uh... No, why don't you recount this story, Chris? Let's hear. Let's hear your. You know, I must Chris. say that's not the craziest thing that happened to me on my birthday. You said but... like you're pretty pissed off though. Well, I wasn't <laughs> expecting it, but Todd and my friend Chris they came up and they smeared diapers filled with Nutella. Ew, <laughs> and then smashed a cake in my face and put icing flour on me and shit like that. I was in the middle of. The- show. I was like drumming in the I middle know, of the show. I know, that's what they told me. The N- Nutella diapers were on your car. On my car. <laughs> it was really gross. But it was funny. We took the Nutella. clear, get it right. Yeah. We took the Nutella and gross, just went. Dude. Yeah, it was like chunky Jif or yeah. some shit. Ew. It was right so gross. Yeah. So even, nasty. Even like knowing what it is, I would have been grossed out just doing that. Like that's so It's gross. really nasty. I was kind of worried about oh, you, to be honest, when Why? you were on stage. Why? Like, well, because before we put the deep and delicious on there... <laughs> Like to top it off, <laughs> man, you were having problems breathing, and it was like it was. Well, like, yeah, because you you put the you, I had sprinkles on my nose and like icing sugar and shit. Your eyes were all and like shut. I need to breathe when I'm performing. It's just this cloud coming and off living of, like in yeah general. yeah and then and then but I remember distinctly that a, a, a segment of cake fell on my snare drum, and every time I was hitting my snare with my right hand, bits of cake were going up into my eyes. Yeah, like like exploding in my eyes. And it was just sitting there like a constant grenade. Bang, 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 bang. It's like a claymore mine. He's like, because like, he's sweating profusely, right? So it made like this paste. Like this paste that was, was awful, like. Man. Yeah. Didn't you have a picture of it that you actually showed me too? It was like, on his <laughs> website and he's like this. He's like this and he's drumming. Awful. It was yeah. really bad. It was, it was good. bad news. It was good. It was bad news. <laughs> so we're at the uh, hour and eight mark, guys. Oh, How the hell did we get here so quick? Huh? What happened? I feel like we haven't done anything. How long were you guys doing this before I got here? Like how, like 40 minutes, man, or oh, like shit. half an hour. <laughs> so I think I should Sorry. say, Christine, you're always welcome on the show whenever cool. you Christine, want. you're a good co-host. Yes. Cool. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Thanks. I have fun when I come here. So I'll just have to uh, go in the budget of... The, the budget? <laughs> the budget and uh, and pick up another microphone and another... Uh, <laughs> what budget is that? Yeah, exactly. My... My you mean the you should get visa. some ad revenue on this thing? I know. How do we do that? Do you I know how to do no that? Idea. Just approach people that want to advertise and say, "Hey, Squarespace, Chris, contact Squarespace." <laughs> what the fuck was this? Like, contact Mr. Squarespace. Let's make a Squarespace page, and then you have to. Contact Man, I'm him. having trouble getting the media to appreciate the band I'm in right now. I don't know what to do with the fucking podcast. I sent my record out to everybody, and they were like, "I got no responses." They just went. No, no one like like. Do you guys any know anybody who could like who's a good music publicist? Mm. No. Fuck. However, Chris, Christine has said that she's going to do an open mic before the end of this month. Oh, really? Where? Uh, probably at the Royal Oak in Canada. Like you're going to you sing? You're going to come and play piano. Whoa, <laughs> man, you're really good at piano. I'm not that great. You like Liberace. Shut up. You're I'm good. not that great. That not that great. Are you nuts? Mm. My God, no, you're like Sarah guy. McLaughlin. No. You're like Tori Amos. It's unbelievable. No. That's crazy. Do you no. like Tori Amos? Can you play any Tori Amos? Well, I could try. Yeah, give me a Like if days. I gave you the sheet music, no problem? Yeah, give me a couple days. If you threw Cornflake Girl in front of you, would you be able to do it no problem? Uh, how does that go? Never was a Cornflake Girl. <laughs> it's a great song. Oh, my God. We should play that all together. <laughs> okay. Cornflake. Cornflake. Man, that was one of the best concerts I ever saw at the NAC. Now this is not real. So, 
going back to the topic of mm-hmm. guys that I know who are in their 30s. Yeah. One of my guy friends is going to let me wax his chest soon. He's just waiting for it to grow. Uh, whoa, why? Because I think it will be fun. And I'm going to I'm gonna tape it and I'm, I'm going to put up a video if you want to see. I like think Dr. That's Pimple like, Popper? Yeah, exactly. That's like one step away from going on Dr. Pimple Popper. Or like You're going to let one of your guy friends is going to let you wax his chest? Yeah. That's unbelievable. What do you guys think about that? You ever waxed your chest? Would you ever do no. it? No. Uh, and it, you, you know never why? Consider ever. You know why? It's wow. because of that episode of Seinfeld. Remember when he shaved his chest? <gasps> yeah. Well, that's what my friend does. He, I found this out at this party. He had a housewarming party. I don't know how I found this out, but I was like, "You shave it?" I'm like, "Listen, let it grow in and let me wax it." And he was like, "Okay." Is he really buff? Yeah. Whoa. So I'll wax his chest too. Really? Yeah, <laughs> check it out. Pound it. Pound it. Pass. <laughs> He's a super buff dude. Who's super hairy? Not that hairy. That's like the, the rabbit. Like Rick. Legit. Root. Like this party was in June, and I'm like, how's it going? Can I wax it yet? He's like, it's not there yet. <laughs> he's like, just keep but waiting. He, but <laughs> this oh is gosh. okay. Did it come in thicker since he's been doing that? I haven't asked. I'm just like, when is it going to be ready for me to wax? Like, I'm gonna get in there. Whoa. Like, that's wow. a lot of trust. Yo, yeah. You know that uh, that in the the forty year old version. You know mm-hmm. he was actually waxing. I know. Yeah. Like, I know. I know. <laughs> and did you see? So you know the, the the Asian lady that was doing it. You she was see, busted up. Where can I get some wax? Yeah, she was like, she, she was actually looked fearful for him because he was. She not, was laughing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Oh, what does <laughs> he say? Oh, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. That was really happening. That was really. You know what? Did I'll- you see? Did you see though? Um, if you look at that scene, <laughs> they actually groomed it before, because he's got like a perfect straight line here, <laughs> meaning it extended like man. beyond. Yeah. You know, it totally <laughs> so extended gross beyond. When that Ridiculous. Robin Williams oh was gosh. another one there too, but uh, I, you know what? I kind of want to hang out with Romany Malco. You know the black dude in Four Year Old Virgin. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah! He was fucking hilarious he was in that movie. Yes, he yeah. was in that show Weeds with what's her face. He was in that show. Hmm. Yeah, I with had Mary friends Louise that kept Parker. saying it was such a good show. He was really funny. I enjoyed him. Hmm. I like him. That's a good uh, good note to end on. Chris. Oh, by the way, one other thing. I yeah. just want to let you know. I finally watched the Cloverfield Paradox. Yes, and it was pretty good. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Yeah. So what the hell? Everyone hates anything that gets released on Netflix. I know. I don't know why they got like twenty three percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think that was appropriate. Huh. I don't it's think almost it was a Batman versus Superman rating. I know there are like massive plot holes and everything, but I thought it was good. Daniel, what's his face was in it? Daniel Brule. Dippity Doo was in it, you know. Dippity Doo, who that? Who that? Her name is like. D- oh, Zizang. Doo Doo, or what's her name? Crouching <laughs> Tiger, Hidden Dragon Lady. Her, yeah, but what's her name? It's like. Uh, IMDb. 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 <laughs> I am DB. On that note, I well find out what their name is, but I yeah. want to suggest a Netflix show to both of you. Okay. okay. I've been watching it religiously. No pun intended. It's called Falda. Have you heard of it? No. You talked about this last Holy week. Holy fuck, it is so great. Todd, I mean, we, no, I haven't well, it's religious? It's it's about the Israelis and the Palestinians. Oh. Well, it doesn't sound like a feel good show. No, it's not. It's <laughs> depressing. <laughs> What? Eric's <laughs> making these suggestions to Christine about shit to watch, and she's like, "No, I'm not gonna watch that. I'm not watching That's, your sis or boils here." That Please happens watch a lot, it. though. Even like good friends of mine will like recommend a movie. I'll be like, "I'm not gonna watch that. I'm not gonna lie." Um, we forgot to talk about Big Brother. Did you watch uh, the episode tonight? Oh yes, uh, <gasps> tonight. Did the episode you tonight? Watch I haven't tonight? watched it yet. Oh, no. dude. Okay, it's dude. Good. It's good. I'll probably watch dude. it right after this. Oh god, you have to watch it. Her name is Gugu. Mabatha 
Raw. Oh yeah, she's the one from South Africa. Yeah. Yes, I find she's she's, she's, she's awesome. And David Opaboye, whatever his name is. Yes, yes. Who was playing an American in the movie? Yeah, but he's yeah. not. He's a British guy. Man, there's so many Brits doing uh, like they're all over Walking Dead. They're all over everything, man. They're playing Americans. I don't know. They're just not. Uh, I guess the Americans are just uh, not as. Convincing. You guys have watched that show, The Americans, with Carrie Russell. I wanted to I watch that watch. one, but yeah. All right. So, Christine, you're always welcome here. You're always welcome here. Um, Chris, show up on time. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. You never show up on time. You're terrible. And the one thing is, though, and the last discussion that we have is um, whether or not we're going to film this anymore. I don't think we should. We Should we just do pods, pods from now on? Just podcasts. Because right. it never works, and it just becomes a dead giant disaster. Okay. All right, I'm in agreement. Is that even a word? Agreement? Agreement. Agreement. Agreement is not a word? Fuck. I don't believe it is. <laughs> so crazy. Unbelievable. Oh, Todd. Uh, yeah. Hey, look, you're cutting a you're cutting a cake. Who is that? David Chang. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that really looks like you, Todd. No, it's Christine, doesn't. don't you find? Aww. It's kind of Todd. <laughs> look. Oh, agreeance is a word that seems to be continually reinvented and recycled. Yeah, yeah, sure. Anyway, look at Todd with an apron. <laughs> oh, there he is. Yeah. Let me see. This really looks like you, man. You're just thinner than he is. It doesn't look like me, Chris. Look, it's you. Look. Man, it doesn't look like me. You know who you look like? Who? Stanley Tucci. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you? that dude grooms his uh, face hair a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley Tucci and Joe Rogan. Anyway. Yeah. Are we doing a walk now? I guess, yeah. Okay. If you want to. I don't right. know. All right, let's do it. Okay. See okay. you later, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Thanks for coming, Christine, again. Peace. Peace. <laughs>